Today is Pentecost Day. It's the day that we celebrate the presence of the Holy Spirit being made known to the church early on, right after Jesus ascended into heaven. It was sort of the birth or the birthday of the church. And it's a day that we recognize that things changed in a really big way. Our gospel passage from John 14, the one that Caroline read, in that passage, Jesus promised that the Spirit would come and that He would leave peace with us. He told the disciples that the Advocate, the Helper, would be on its way. And so look for it, watch for it, be ready for it. They got a sneak preview of big things that were to come. And today we got that sneak preview of big things that have come as well. And as we share in a moment in our scripture from Acts 2, we share opening our eyes and our minds and our hearts, looking, seeking, listening for big things. So now we hear and look for God's presence in that story from Pentecost, from Acts chapter 2. This is reading of verse one, verses 1 through 12. When the day of Pentecost had come, they, the disciples and followers of Jesus, were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them. And a tongue rested on each one of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now, there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at the sound, at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one of them heard speaking in their native language. Astonished and amazed, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we each hear, each of us, in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, And the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's great deeds of power. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This passage from Acts ends with a wonderful question. What does it all mean? What does it all mean? It's one of those questions that we come to uh, church with every week, right? But for two months I've been pondering this sermon, this moment, this day. I've held together this passage and Pentecost celebration. And each time as I read through this scripture... It wasn't what does it all mean that came, but, but, but the thing that came was that each one heard God speaking about deeds of power in their own language. It's a powerful word. 
I don't know if that's the word you heard from Acts 2 this morning. As you listened, you may have heard the same stuff that you always hear. Your mind may have accidentally tuned out and wandered off into somewhere else, and that's okay. You might have heard something new. You might have heard God speak in a new voice and things perked up for you. During my transition from Mobile to to get here in Oxford, I've done a lot of things. And one of the things that we've done that's been very interesting was visit several different churches on the Sundays that I didn't preach. And though I don't always and will try not to make my family uh, sort of anecdotes for each sermon. This morning, something happened last week that I wanted to share with you. I was visiting a church uh, with Natalie and with Cam in, in D.C. We worshiped with Calvary Baptist Church, which is right there near the Verizon Center, if you're familiar with downtown D.C. Since we were on vacation, we were running a little late. We slipped in during a prayer and sat on the back row and we let Cam sit with us instead of sending him to children's church because we didn't want to make any more of a disturbance than we already had. Sitting there with us, we decided that the best way for Cam to be involved in worship and uh, peaceful and not distracting uh, was to give him the iPhone. A, a, a move that we may pay for later on, I, I trust. But as Cam was involved with Angry Birds, Star Wars... He was listening, and something happened that quite, quite surprised me. The associate pastor that day was reading from Acts chapter 16. He was reading the story about Paul and Silas in jail. And upon hearing about the earthquake that happened in the middle of the night, Cam's ears popped up a little bit. He started to look. When, there was new, when the news came of the broken jail doors and the chains falling off, his eyes got kind of big. And then as the jailer was drawing his sword, much to his mother's dismay, he looked at me and thought, huh, because Cam likes the idea of swords and lightsabers, even though mom doesn't. Cam was in awe of this biblical story. And for good reason, these stories from our scripture are amazing and powerful stories, aren't they? And these are our stories because they tell us about the God that we worship. They remind us of the things that happened back then. But they also display the way that things happen for us in our world today as well. And today this Pentecost story, though we're not speaking in tongues kind of Baptists, we are maybe clapping Baptists every once in a while. Today this Pentecost story might make our jaws drop and perk us up a little bit to see and hear and wonder what God is doing around us. Because today we read the Pentecost story, not just remembering what happened way back then, but believing that this story describes the way that God works in and with us, around us, and even through us. Today, this is how God works. God brings new visions, new directions, new ideas, new spirits to us through new voices. On Pentecost, that happened not just as a one-time thing. At Pentecost, we learn that God speaks through new voices. And I suppose there's no more hopeful or fitting thing 
that can be said on the first Sunday of a new preacher than to hear that God does speak in new voices. This is in part what Pentecost is about. The many voices of God. The many voices that God uses to speak and to teach and to lead us. Each one heard God speaking about deeds of power in their own language. And I find assurance for us in this from Acts chapter 2. Because at least least this week, hearing God in our own languages reminds us that though the language might sound a little different or the voice may be different, God is still speaking. A new pastor and a new family are in town and God is still speaking. Dr. Herman and Dr. Bolton are following new paths and new calls and God is still speaking. And that which is happening to us is not unlike what happened to those disciples in Acts chapter 2. For after three years of walking around with Jesus, he left and they found that God was still speaking. Thousands of years before, the, the Israelites followed God's voice through the law and through a pillar of fire. And when Jesus showed up, they found that God was still speaking. And after the ascension, God still speaks through new voices and in new ways, but in wonderful, powerful ways. The Holy Spirit is speaking to everyone in their own language, in ways that you can hear, in unique ways that only you can respond to. Jesus prepared his disciples, saying, the helper will come, the Holy Spirit will descend on you. And my peace I will give to you when that happens. So when the people asked, what does it all mean? Peter jumped right up and said, men and women, these these folks, they're not drunk. They have heard the word of God and they are responding. They are doing something about what it is that God has laid on their hearts. And how it is that they are to go to work in the world. And you know, as I've... Listen to you talk as I shook your, shook your hand. As I'm getting to recognize your faces and soon we'll know your names and hopefully know your stories. I have sensed an overwhelming feeling that you're ready to respond to what God's going to do in a new and in a different way. You're welcoming a new pastor and you're doing it well. Natalie and Cam and I are ready to be with you in this new place and figure out what it is that God's doing. But we know it's going to be new for us too. We all are ready to hear God speak in powerful ways through familiar languages, but with new voices. We're ready to hear God speak in our midst, to follow new voices, ready to let God work through each of us so that we might hear and sense God speaking powerfully. So that we might go to work through this church, through our community, and for the sake of our world. And though I'm the one who gets to talk a lot on Sunday mornings, let me assure you, I'm not the only one with a voice that God is ready to use. You have one as well. I look forward to seeing how God will use your voice to bring His presence into this world. On that back pew of Calvary Baptist Church last Sunday morning, Acts chapter 16 diverted a young child's attention from Angry Birds Star Wars 
And that's not an easy thing to do. But that's what God's word does. That's what God's voice does. It gets our attention and it calls us out to love and to service in ways beyond what we could have asked or imagined. But in ways that we are already for. So today, on Pentecost, in celebration of a new beginning in the life of our church, in celebration of a new chapter of each of our lives, in celebration of the day that the Holy Spirit came to that church, 2,000 some years ago. I hope we are prepared and ready and expectantly looking to see where God's voice might come from next. I pray that we will turn our ears and tune in our hearts to hear God's new voices because that's what God does after Pentecost. At Pentecost, God's word and God's voice came in wonderfully unexpected ways and it led the people In wonderful ways as well. So open your eyes. Turn your ears. Tune your hearts. To listen for God's voice. And it will cut through the chaos. And it will will ring above the noise. And God will lead us in wonderful, new, powerful ways. For the sake of His kingdom in this world. For the sake of our own lives. For the sake of this church and this community as well. Listen For God's voice. Because on Pentecost. That's what God does. God comes and speaks. And that's how we answer that question from verse 12. What does it all mean? It means God's bringing a new voice to you. Let us pray.